0: This is another episode of 314 Punk. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Hope you all had a great holiday and uh, everything's going well for you and you're staying safe and all that. Um, This has been a weird time. Um, uh, Took a little bit of time off for the holidays, had just some stuff happening and needed to just kind of focus on myself for a minute. And um, I think we're just going to do these podcasts, I think I mentioned this before, just like every couple weeks or something like that. Um, doing them every week is just, it's, it's a lot. So anyways, um, this episode is with the cult sounds, Jordan and Ben, and uh, I had a great time hanging out with these guys. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And, uh, there are a few shows. I know that with, uh, COVID spiking right now that, um, a lot of shows have been canceled. Uh, band members are getting COVID, that type of thing. Um, so there is a show on... Uh, <laughs> January 8th that Red Flag with Coffin Cats and Modern Angst and No Point. Uh, Modern Angst and No Point are both uh, friends of the show. And uh, that is Modern Angst's EP release. Um, and They have an EP coming out soon. I believe it's called Trampled. I ordered mine. So make sure to order yours. You can order it from therecordspace.com. Um, it's, the first single is really awesome. It's called The Pieces. So definitely check that out. Um, and then... On January 14th, there is a show at Red Flag again with Radkey, The Coolies, Fight Back Mountain, and uh, one other... The Monocles. The Monocles. So, uh, definitely check both of those out if you are feeling like you want to go to a show. Uh, those are two good ones to go to. So, um, also, if you ordered a t-shirt, um, those are going to be... The pre-orders are ending. There's still time to order a t-shirt, a four Punk t-shirt. Pre-orders end a week from... Tomorrow, So January 14th, pre-orders end. Then we're going to start shipping them out. Um, and I don't know when the next time we're going to be doing that is. So if you want a t-shirt, go get one. They're 20 bucks and uh, we'll ship it out to you. And then also, shameless plug, because I'm all about the shameless self-promotion, my band, Wes Hoffman and Friends, our new EP is uh, up for pre-save. So if you go to my um, uh, uh, Instagram or uh, Facebook wes hoffman's facebook you can um get you can pre-save my new ep it's called rewrite the story it's going to be out january 28th we've already released like four out of the five singles on it but i'm really excited to kind of release this as a whole cohesive thing and um i really think you're going to enjoy it and um the new song we have on there uh something to remember you by so anyways enjoy this episode with the cult sounds thanks so much for tuning in and uh, make sure to give us a follow if you like this episode. Make sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts and uh, share it on Instagram. Much love. All right. What's up, everybody? We're back. This is another episode of 314 Punk. And I'm here with ooh, my bait pen just fell down here. I'm here with uh, <laughs> Jordan and Ben of Cult Sounds. The Cult Sounds. The Cult Sounds. Yeah. Okay. Dang it.
1: Damn it. <laughs> no, How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, yeah, we're good. I'm excited Thank, to be here.
0: Thanks yeah, for joining. Excited to be here. Yeah. So have you guys listened to the podcast before? Or yes. yeah, you said you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, I've
1: listened to a number of episodes, yeah.
0: So what, I'm just going to start this out. This is how I'm going to start out every podcast from now on. Um, because my friend Dylan from the Winks, who practices next door, he told me he thought it was cool that like, we just have, the one thing that is like going to be formal about the show is we're going to ask everybody this question what is your aha punk rock moment (laughs) so and that's just the moment of um you know when did you really start getting into punk rock what was the band or the song or the moment that like really hit you as uh or it doesn't have to be necessarily punk punk is a very big umbrella term the metal band or what's the band that just like really got you into this kind of music or the moment
1: it's hard to nail down to one because I have, like, very vivid memories of certain bands hitting me at the right time, like, hearing Dookie for the first time. Okay. Or hearing like We get a lot of, gr- I've gotten a lot of Green Day on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah you're, you're <laughs> you're like, hearing, like, Brain really
2: Stew was that, that really blew my mind. I, I know, like, my definitive moment was, uh, and people, people won't, I don't know, people won't like this, but <laughs> it's, um. My Chemical Romance. Okay. When I saw, okay. I when I saw the video for Helena oh. on MTV at like, like 4 o'clock in the morning. back when
1: the record is so
2: good. They're like, they're <laughs> all, they're in. at a funeral and they're fucking like rocking <laughs> out so and good. like the dead girl comes in and I was like, you can do this like as a job I could do. Like that was it for me. That was when I was like, I, I got to, I'm going to be a musician. I still listen to that <laughs> record
1: regularly. Yeah. I think that record has, is, is, I think their best music. I think it's, I love the Black Parade and I love the record before it, but I think that record gets those, bu- like the uh, grittier post-hardcore, the punk and some of the metal influences before yeah. it was full stadium rock, but having yeah. those big choruses. I love that, that record. That's cool.
3: a great Oh, comment.
0: yeah. Uh, the, great. the first song that I ever heard, oh, I had heard of My Chemical Romance because they um, they had an album before that one yeah. that I never listened to it, but I seen I've seen a video from it um, and they played at the Creepy Crawl, and I remember somebody being like, "Oh, My Chemical Romance is coming here. They're gonna blow up. Make sure you go to the show." And mm-hmm. I didn't go, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but I yeah. saw some video of them w- from that first album. I can't even remember what it is, and it, I don't think it's on streaming platforms. But like, uh,
1: Honey, no, what's the name of that record? Bullets. I brought you my bullets,
0: brought you brought bullets. You brought yeah. me love. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And but when I first heard, I'm not okay. Yeah. Um, I remember I was watching MTV. I was in my my first apartment with, with uh, that I had with my girlfriend. It was probably like two thousand four, two thousand five. And um, I was like, I think she maybe even saw the video before me and was like, "You need to see this video. You like hope it's that so it comes out." Such a good video. And, and <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, this! Cor- I really like the octaves. You know, like it just had this yeah. real anthemic sound to it, yeah. and like the
2: guitars um, are great. The video really, was like, great." Like every angry teenager is like, "Like that's the anthem,
0: you know." For that's sure. Like, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, it was it was good.
1: Um, so definitely all that stuff, <laughs> uh, you know, the bouncing souls. Um, oh hell oh, yeah! That that one record, uh, "Summer Vacation." how I spent my summer vacation was really big for me. But really, like, that aha punk, punk rock moment that made me want to m- play music and make music was my uh, eighth grade, freshman year of high school when I heard AFI's um, Art of Drowning. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, yeah. I was
0: just talking with Jared who uh, from Modern Angst about that album. We didn't talk about it on the podcast, but we were talking about it. I loved that album. Yeah, yeah I think collectively,
1: they are, AFI is our biggest influence. Okay. Ever. Yeah, I, I could definitely massive, see that. Especially, like, Black sails to sing the sorrow. Perfect, yeah. yeah. Perfect run Perfect of records. Arm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> There's not a bad moment in any of those records yeah. or those two EPs. Yeah, not that, a single that was a huge. That's
2: that's that's what got Jordan and I together really in the first place. Was was AFI. I don't even remember how we we met yeah. at like a party in college yeah. and and connected like somehow
0: talking about AFI and that was yeah. it. Like like ten years later, we're here. You that's know?
3: awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think. Uh, that there's a video on youtube have you heard of this uh channel called the punk rock nba oh yeah yeah so mm-hmm. he did a video about um it's called the strange history of afi and mm-hmm. it goes all it's the really way good. back to like yeah super good video it. goes all the way back to like their skate punk days mm-hmm. like their yeah, early Dork songs and like White, and and their early records and then goes all the way up to now where like their their sound they're one of those bands where like their sound has changed drastically from a every, lot where, of where they yes. where they yeah. began to where they are now yeah. but all along the way they did every single album that they had his kind of his case for them is like every album that they that they did where they changed their sound they did it really well exactly. it's like yeah. sometimes bands yeah. try to go out yeah. outside of the box they, a little bit go the and they really it fuck it time. up <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> but yeah they they i i would say sing the sorrow and then um that december underground december was that underground, another yeah, one that course. had that like, Murder. Yeah. i know a lot of people don't hey, like that record but i think I really, it's really i really still yeah. Yeah. And it's December right now, so yeah, <laughs> and it's December, we're we're, we're not quite underground, but we are kind <laughs> no, of. So. June, no. It I'm did. Weird. It came
1: out on six 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 because I remember. Oh, uh, uh, was that the deal? Davey getting asked a question a about it. He goes, "Is Slayer ass. releasing a record today? They should." <laughs> 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 but yeah, I love bands that transcend genres and like yeah, try something new and do it well on every. Like some of my favorite bands of all time, do did that. Uh, AFI, sure. unfortunately. We can't talk about them anymore. Brand new, they did it really well before they were canceled um, thrice. Oh they, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite bands of all Very time. Very good, Radiohead. Um, another one of my favorite bands, and I think like Manchester Orchestra does it really well too. Sure. And there's sure. an Alkaline Trio too. Like, oh they, yeah. Their sound changes quite a bit from record to record.
0: I would definitely say I I definitely like uh, their their favorite album of mine is From Here to Infirmary. Great record. Um, yeah, that was the one that I, around that time, that came out, like, right around the time I graduated high school, 2001, oh, 2000, that so was yeah. perfect time. Yeah, yeah, so that, and that, and Saves the Day, Stay What You Are, like, all, oh, you know. um Stay What You Are and Through Being Cool are yeah, perfect. Those both came, all came out, like, right around the same time, and yeah. Um, those, yeah, Alkaline Trio was, I was a huge Alkaline Trio fan, and then, I don't know what it is, but, like, I, I, for me, like, I'm all for bands being successful and getting, big, but as they get bigger, I tend to lose a little bit of interest. I don't know why, but like, I think that's natural. Well,
2: you a know? lot of, I mean, this is speaking very broadly and generally. I'm but, all happy but for. But I them, feel you know? like, sure, sure, <laughs> but I feel like, especially with punk bands, like it's it's a genre that that generally comes from, like. Coming from you know lower to middle class, having a struggle, working working a day to day job, and when like like Green Day is a perfect example. Yeah. When you get to the point that you're like millionaires and you're top of your game and everybody like you lose that edge, you lose that hunger, you lose like the drive to make something that that means as much I feel like as, as
1: maybe the earlier stuff when you're struggling to do sure. it and your sure. whole pussy's in it, you know, like it's Not to it's mention not... the loss of intimacy it shows.
2: Sure. That's sure, a big yeah, thing. definitely. That's, a very big That's thing for like me. a lot. Yeah. I like us I like a small where like you can interact with the crowd when you're playing in like a when you're a punk band playing in
0: the big stadium. That's weird.
2: We have they, to they, different. Have a, they have yeah. a guitar hero game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: well I, I, what I would what I would say about I agree with you. I agree with what you just said. Cause when you go back and you look at a lot of bands in their earlier album, a lot of bands that are big now. Mm-hmm. Green Day, um, Blink One Eighty Two, Fallout Boy, the, like the really big Alkaline Trio is Foo another Fighters. Foo Fighters is another one. Like when even though they kind of started out on a major label, like their earlier stuff, you are kind of uh, this is just my opinion. I don't know if it's real. So if you're listening, like <laughs> whatever, don't hate me this for is your it. Show. But like <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not them. my. It's our show. It's three one four punk show. So it's, but this is just my opinion. Um, it's like I think and Get Up Kids is another one where I still they're one of my yeah. favorite bands. Their first two albums are great, and then they just meandered for a little while. And like now, their newest album is great too. But like, like I feel like you get to a point where you do you do get some success. But mm-hmm. early on, you're trying to get that success, and you're like putting your whole heart into it. And then you get to this point where you're playing these really big shows and then it becomes a job and it's like, yeah. well, we need to sell records because mm-hmm. this is how we're living. There's a so deadline like, to what it, I it, have
1: to, like I have to be creative by this point and put out this album. Yeah. So, yeah. Here's
0: this,
2: like,
1: it, yeah. There's a trend mandated song. There's a studio mandated yeah. song. Like, sure. KISS is a great example. The early KISS records, <laughs> Really hungry. Then you know they're really big, and then "I Was Made for Loving You" is a disco song. A <laughs> and it's like, ah, uh, this is not what I want to hear from Kiss. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think I think you're right. You get to that point where, like, then you have all these producers around. You have these suits that are like, like mm-hmm. when they're when you get to be that big, and mm-hmm. you have a big budget on, like, okay, well, should we put strings in this and keyboards and like and, I, i'm kind like, you don't have you don't have this. anybody pushing back you don't have, everybody's like
2: yes yes yes, yes, yes. You're, you're the big band you're exactly. the big thing good like nobody's fighting you and you don't have competition as far as like are we going to put out as good a record as everybody else so we can be heard and like it none of that exactly you're just no one's going
1: to say this song sucks you need to fe- rework yeah. yeah yeah bands
2: people are going to listen to it like, yeah exactly. exactly except people are going to buy the record no, so everybody yeah there's
1: there's that's definitely a well, Kanye released a two and a half hour bloated piece of shit. And everybody <laughs> loved it this year. And this is somebody who uh, coming from somebody who loves Kanye. He made me sit and down door. and listen to Kanye earlier this year and I Yeah, uh, I know. love my beautiful dark twisted <laughs> fantasy and back. After that, I'm like, yo, this motherfucker doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> it's the money. It's the money. Yeah. It's the money.
2: You can't give you can't give artists well, money. Him also, he's That's the bottom now. line. You can't you can't give artists money. Or they it's it fucks them up. <laughs> it ruins everything. I I
0: don't know. I have no comment on Kanye. I never was like. I mean, I know his hits. You know, like when "Flashing Lights" comes on and
1: it's a banger. Oh,
0: dude, (laughs) it's a banger. (laughs) You know. But so, tell me a little bit about Cult Sounds. Like, what? What? How did you guys get your start? Mm -hmm. And and so, you you guys met at a party talking about AFI.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) we actually the three of us, Ben and myself and Ryan, met. I guess at like a pregame before we went out to a nightclub or something, right?
2: So, it was something. It was. It was. University. Yeah. It was. It was like our freshman year of of college, um, early on, and and you know everybody's weird and trying to make friends, and yeah. there was some some party. Ryan and I were were roommates. Jordan showed up, and we all just we all just connected over like music and and horror movies. Horror movies that was a big thing for us. We all started hanging out, and yeah, and um. We kind of like it was always a thing where we were like, "Oh, we should start our own band," you know. I Wish we could, wish we could play. And like Jordan and I tried, you know, that jamming a few times and like trying sure. to doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't worked. didn't we tried get anywhere. To do, like
1: a punk band, and we tried to do a stoner band once. There was so much, yeah. It worked.
2: never got like we'd get together in his garage one time and and play for three hours and come up with half a song and, and you know. <laughs> so um, it it took it took a while. It took um. I don't know. Quite a few years after after we were graduated from college, and then finally,
1: 2018,
2: something like that, yeah. And then at some point, it was just just Jordan was writing some stuff on his own and, and sent us like some some basic tracks, guitars and drums and stuff, and was like, I you know I've got this song, and I don't know if it was just if if I was like if I volunteered to write lyrics for some, or, or yeah, to do remember. vocals or something, but it was just like that. It was it was kind of one song and then like two songs and and it was like oh we should we should like release this as just like a a little th- like an EP or whatever and it it kept going and i was i was living in indiana at the time for for work and i ended up like i packed up and i moved back to st louis cuz we were all like we need to we should work on this band we should actually like we need to play shows i want to mm-hmm. play this music live and it yeah um yeah it it took it took years and years to get to that point but i think it was I, I say this a lot with our stuff. I think the times that we work best are when we're not trying to do something, mm. when it's just very organic and something comes about yeah. naturally. That's even with this newest EP that that we're working on. That was how it. We kind of it we pushed accident. Yeah, we pushed ourselves. We put out our album, which which I'm very proud of. And um, but then there was kind of like a burnout period where we were like, we've been working so hard, and I can't push anymore to put something out. And so we kind of took a break for a little while, and again, Jordan at some point was like, "Oh, here I've got this. Like, I don't even think like as a as something to write on." He was just like, "Oh, I wrote this thing," and I was like, "Oh, that's really cool. Like, I've I've got an idea for lyrics for that." And from there, it kind of started to grow into an album because we weren't pushing it. Yeah, but I think that's that's like what that's that's our that's our thing. I think that's like the the source of all of our like. As much as we want to yeah. push forward and work hard, and when we get into it, we really want to. It's come, it's even the formation of the band came from a place of, of trying and trying and trying yeah. and then accidentally not trying. And then it,
1: then it turned into this. Yeah, yeah like, because Ryan and I lived here. And like Ben said, he lived in Indiana. It was just supposed to be a studio thing. And then I don't remember what was like the solidifying factor. I think some people heard the songs and like we kept getting the feedback of like, this is really fucking good. You, are you guys going to play live? And we're like, no, probably not. And They were like, that's well, all a shame. our moms. Really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from people who, you know, contractually, <laughs> shouldn't give a shit one, you know. Uh, but no, like people like were like really cool about it, and we we're like, I guess we should like try and make this happen. And then all of a sudden, we were like, we have like, we we, we our, one of our biggest problems is we chronically write way too many fucking songs. And then have a hard time narrowing it down, and then mm. it becomes hard. Like for the first EP, I think we wrote about twenty-five songs. Oh shit! And then for the the full-length record, something like that. Yeah, we at had least maybe like
2: forty bits and pieces of them. Yeah, there was there was a lot, and I mean a lot of that. A lot of that's you know that's Jordan writing, just all the time, it's always like, oh, this is the last thing, this is the last song that we're gonna do for the album, and then next <laughs> week it's like, hey guys, I've got this new riff. Like, yes. it's all it becomes and, the,
1: one of the best songs in the record. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. All,
2: seriously, it's always <laughs> like, when when we think we're done, and then there's one more that always ends up where like, we have to put this on there, it's great. The pandemic so,
1: was the best thing for Death of a Star, yeah, our record as, that it could have been, because if we would have released what we thought the record was at the beginning, like right before the pandemic hit, I don't think it would have been as great as it is, and no. I think it it is a great record. Like objectively, I, if I had nothing to do with it, I would enjoy it because it's music that I wanted to hear that didn't exist. Yeah, it's the elements of punk, metal, dark music, and like film score music that didn't exist in one thing. Yeah, that I just wanted to. It's hear. just a
2: bunch of yeah. It's just a bunch of stuff that we wanted to that we wanted to listen to, and but yeah, it definitely was just that having that time to not like everything shut down and we weren't no playing pressure. shows yeah. there yeah. was no pressure and yeah that album changed a lot like the entire second half of the album is yeah. different and i really i i think it was for the better definitely it's And it became a, more of a that. rock record too yeah
1: cuz we had some more been. electronic stuff on that first incarnation of the record and we just were like man there's a lot of rock songs on this record and we kept writing like really interesting rock songs that were like very different from the rock songs that were on our ep and we're like, this song is really like almost like a hardcore. I song. think
2: it was also a lot of like, I don't know, I guess consciously trying to trying to get away from the the goth scene a little bit. We've been like, yes. when we started out especially, and if we've we were kind of shoehorned into the goth scene because of like how we you know on stage we we dress you know we would wear black clothes and we. would whatever so people nothing like, wrong with that
0: like yeah. but but people
2: like expect us to sound like joy division i guess or yeah, want us Sisters to sound like yeah and 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 we kind of started being like let's let's move so that so like i think like that electronic and that synth wave kind of stuff kind of died Got down a little out, bit yeah. in the in our in our lp but i'm because those I'm bands really are definitely an influences scene. yeah i love depeche mode
1: but i like, don't want to write huge fan joy division riffs over and over sure. again. and i don't think we ever sounded like them I think no. there were little traces of it that the goth community kind of latched. on That's part of just being
2: in any like, and and like not just like people from that scene have been really supportive, and we know Very, like yeah. other bands that like like nothing against all those people, but I feel like when you get into like a niche community, same same with punk, you know, there's expectations on bands or like there's things that they that they that they think you're supposed to do, and then they're mad if you don't sound like X Y Z, you know, exactly. if you don't sound like this band, then you're not. You know, you're not goth, you're not punk, you're not what, whatever. Um, which is
1: the antithesis of, of what, all post, of that of what shit. post-punk like, was supposed to be. Yeah. If you look at the original seventy, like late 70s post-punk bands, you have The Damned started to do post-punk, which was very gothy. The Cure, uh, Talking Heads, Television, all of those bands a bunch sounded of
0: weirdos wildly yeah. different. A flock of seagulls? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, one of the new wave stuff. Like A lot of
1: those bands were still dabbling in post-punk. Sure, sure. You know, and like... It's just like I just. I don't know why I just threw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the antithesis of it and like <laughs> that dude's hair is just <laughs> it's it's gnarly, And weirdly enough here, I think we get more support from the DIY hardcore scene than sure. anything. Because we sure. played a lot we of really shows do. with those
2: bands. Like that's that's been our biggest our biggest supporters, I think, and like the, the places that we've done best is playing like at like at sinkhole at, at the hardcore show. Yeah. For like, it's you a know, good scene. It's I, a good crowd.
0: I, I I agree with that and I think like um you know having a band like uh, like uh when i was younger i used to play kind of like pop punk like fall out boy type stuff mm-hmm. and we would get put on metalcore was huge in like 2003 oh, 2004 sure. yeah. and and we would get put on metalcore shows all the time And yeah. we had some parts we had some breakdowns and stuff uh-huh. but nothing too crazy and people yeah a little, it was a little <laughs> bit <of> easycore <laughs> like and and people would be like always come up to us and be like dude i really dig your stuff like yeah i'm here to see like Yeah. Fucking every time. uh, Fear Before the March of Flames or something, (laughs) you know, which was like, but like uh, this crazy, like, artcore band. But like, you know, I really liked your stuff. That was cool. It was a good break from like everybody screaming at me all the time, you know?
1: Well, Mixbill shows are cool. I mean, we played the craziest shows that we've ever. I mean, like, we've played with all hardcore bands, which I don't think is that crazy because we have a lot of hardcore and punk influence in our music. But we played with. It was an all-metal build. It was a power metal band, a death metal band, a deathcore band, and a black metal band, and, and us and us and we <laughs> and people were like really fucking into us. Like even the other bands, like the the one I can't remember the name of their band off the top of my head from California, the deathcore band, they were like way fucking into us. That yeah, everybody was like super nice and supportive and like yeah. And we people, opened for Ko Dot, who was yeah. like an avant-garde, like experimental great. metal band and when we started playing <laughs> i remember doing like us playing the first song and you know all of the the hipster crowd of like they were standing at the back like with their arms crossed at the bar being like oh really and then by like the last song they were like in the front like headbanging and like slam like slapping the the st- uh, the, the stage and like s- not singing along cuz they'd never heard of who the fuck sure, we were but they sure. were like really into it and we were like damn we really won this crowd over yeah and like they like Applauded and cheered and screamed. And Everybody we like, stood up shit. and clapped at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, it people. Was like, fuck, people, they, they actually, <laughs> I thought they were going to hate us.
0: Sure. I'm, I mean, like, the, the interesting thing about that is people are into other, like, different. Yeah. People at hardcore shows aren't just only into hardcore. There might right. be some people that are, but, like, people are into all kinds of different music. It, like, people at a punk show might be into emo or hardcore oh, or, sure, yeah. or, you know, dark gothy rock, you know what i mean? Like it's it's not it doesn't have to be just people are multidimensional. What's well, the way we we're We're multidimensional human we beings right. Really <laughs> I mean we listen
1: to we listen to so much music of just like different time periods, different genres. Oh, sure, me too. And like i think if you looked at like our listening habits, it would be incredibly bipolar. Like all over the place, just like here there one there like black metal, death metal, jazz, funk, classic rock. Prague, you know like it'd be all over the place yeah classical music what like you know it's all over the place so you
0: mentioned a little bit that um you do a lot of the recording and demoing it out and mm-hmm. stuff like that how did you you know i do the same thing here that's how i got how i learned garage. i just kind of taught myself garage band and i always thought like growing up you know if you wanted to record something you had to go to a studio and like this you know a guy who was a little bit older would have taught himself how to do it or yeah, well, worked sure. in a you studio did, you, know, you know like yeah. you you did you had to yeah, until you, you know well, like now it's like and i always thought it was really hard. Yeah, and i was like oh that has to be like incredibly tedious to figure out how to do that and like now i was like you know a couple of years ago i was like well i have a garage band on my computer i might as well just give it a shot. Right. Yeah. And i've just started working with it and you know there was a little bit of a learning curve but now i wouldn't say i'm a pro but if I was gonna record a band, I could figure it out. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, how did you get into that as well? Like, how did you kind of um, get into recording your own stuff?
1: Uh, he was not the only money. one with a
0: phone
2: that was capable.
1: <laughs> not having money, desperation, <laughs> um, and also just owning the equipment. <laughs> that's really that's really it. But like, I don't know. Like, like in college, we recorded like some electronic music together. We recorded an EP and an album together. And I just kind of like figured it out from there and that stuff sounds like garbage now, but um, I don't know. It was just always kind of interesting Like when I was a kid like in like getting into music more in middle school I would always like look at who produced stuff and I'd be like, okay, that name seems familiar I keep seeing this name on these records that I like clearly there's something going on there Or it was the same way with labels, but... Who's Jerry Finn and John Feldman? Yeah, yeah. John Feldman or, like, Rick Rubin or, you know, Butch Vig. And just, I kept seeing those names, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I just kept reading about it. And then um, I was in a band before this, and we produced all our own stuff. So that was, like, a little bit of a crash course in this. But really doing it with the cult sounds kind of just got my feet wet more and kind of threw me in the deep end and it was either sink or swim and i don't know i th- i think we've our production has gotten much better yeah no you know.
2: you've definitely like there's there's a clear i mean i i feel like our i feel like our early stuff sounds good but like there's a clear yeah. there's a clear growth in in your in your production i mean it's it's i give credit it's like jordan all the way i don't i don't know anything i know very little like i i'll you know mess with my vocals a little bit
1: during the production but like he he does all of it, and it's yeah, you do you do a good. It's job. frustrating, but it's fun. It's like putting pieces of a puzzle together. It's utilitarian, but also artistic.
0: I yeah, guess. yeah, I, I I would agree with that. Like I, I like I really enjoy writing with GarageBand now, and like mm-hmm. you know before I would just sit down and kind of like try to write something with an acoustic or like figure out the chords. Well, this is the verse, this is the intro, and now it's like being able to listen to yourself and play it back. And there's times where I will have like. I'll start out with a riff for the intro or the, the, like the hook, and then I'll be like, I'll have three different ideas and I'll have three different tracks here, mm-hmm. and then I'll like pick the one that's that yeah. I yeah. think sounds you best. You can mix and match, and copy and paste. Yeah, it's so much yeah. easier. Yeah, at where you couldn't do that, you know, twenty years ago, yeah. that was yeah. not yeah. available to me. I mean, shit, ten years ago, it was barely available. I rem-
1: I mean, if I went it back looked and undacity. looked at all my old phones, I guarantee you the notes section, like the those phone, like iPhone notes, are just riddled yeah. with terrible riffs and me going like intro dun- yeah dun- 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 verse and that and it's like at that point when you're trying to write a song like that it's like if i just send this to the rest of the band they're gonna be like what the fuck is this exactly. like, this makes no sense there's no vision there but if you have garage band you can at least throw some mm-hmm. somewhat crappy drums over it yeah yeah like, now it actually sounds like a song can, and it's yeah. not like such a daunting task and it's like oh yeah i could write a song no, I'm, I mean, not, what, I'm not i mean horrible. literally
2: you can sit you I mean, you sit that you put drums on a track like, yeah. like from your fucking couch. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's really cool. Super easy. It's a really cool thing. The democrat.
1: Yeah. De- they call it the democratization of music or whatever. <laughs> you know. yeah. yeah, it just
0: kind of like evened the playing field a little bit yeah. more, as opposed to like, you know, when you. I remember when um, you two wrote that album that has "Beautiful Day" on it and all yeah. this, like mm-hmm. um, that they they were talking about kind of what you guys were saying is that they had something crazy like 60 to 100 song ideas Mm -hmm. and they came into the studio and like mixed and matched and when you have six months to make a record six months of studio time to make a record right you're not in a hurry it's Mm -hmm. like that's the luxury you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. when you're like now you know i don't have six months of studio time but like i can come in down (laughs) i can come down here and every night and tap away on my computer uh-huh. and put stuff in GarageBand. Yeah, home. You know, you can yeah, do it like,
2: in your any time you're off. Like you can you can be working. Uh, yeah, you don't have to be in the studio anymore. You don't have to be like you don't have to pull in the engineer and the producer and all
0: the people that like you mm-hmm. can Yeah, that's that's you
2: a, don't have
1: to mic cabs. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. To do all that shit. It's really it's really
0: nice. It's really nice. I mean, I still, you know, I record here with Gabe. Um and, and, you know, we get the real sound and everything, and, and you know, he's a professional. He's been doing it for, he yeah, knows way great. more than me. But, like, you know, so, and so, you know, in that case, like, when I'm, and we do get to the point where, like, I want to put something out, like, I work with him, you know, or, or you can work with anybody, but, like, it's nice to be able to have this as, like... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this has
1: been our first time doing it recently, working yeah. with Ryan back from Archangelo. It's been... It's been liberating in a different, in a creative way, I would say, because we're not thinking about how to.
2: No, you go ahead. I (laughs) I think we, I think we have completely opposite, opposite feelings about this. But you're, you're, you're speaking from like a producer standpoint, and yeah. So I, I can
1: focus more on playing guitar and like enjoying playing. Yeah. And not like worrying about every element of the song. So for me, I don't know. It, it's been awesome because then also he had he he gets the vision, and I don't have. To he's tell. had
2: great ideas. Like as a producer, he's been very helpful. He's, yeah, he's, it, that's been great. Like having, I was nervous about like when anybody's gonna put their hands on your on your work, right. you know? Right. Right. Um, but he's he's been super helpful, and yeah. he, he's he very the same smart. Language. Yeah, and he and he gets what we were going for, and he's helped. He's he's been helpful. The the thing that that gets me is I go home and I listen to it and then I'm like I want to tweak this. I want to change this 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 one snare here doesn't sound right. The tone it like <laughs> and we have to sit back and let like we'll be back next week and we'll work on it then. So that, that for I me get. like not being able to tweak it all the time that that, that get. gets under my skin but
1: cuz we've been so used to that. We don't Yeah, have it yeah different. right.
2: It's very yeah, it's just it's a very different experience than we're used to. We work like we record as we write it, you know what I mean? Like sure. we like it's all, it's getting, but we, I don't know. It's just a different experience. I've just never, never done it this way. It's interesting though. But he's he's very talented and he's he really knows what he's doing and it's it's. I think it's gonna be cool. I think it's. It's a really great. I a cool great track. Song. Yeah.
1: I think it's one of our best songs because it's it's very. We say that about every song. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but it's very uh, different. Hey, hey I think if you're saying that about every new song that you write, you're yeah. doing something right. Yeah, we're honestly.
0: Yeah, I enjoy it.
1: I'll throw it on from now and then and be like. Made a good album, guys, dude.
0: I don't, I don't, I have no shame. Like, I listen to my own songs on Spotify. Oh, like, for sure. I, I. I I don't, I want to write songs that I want to listen exactly. to. Exactly. Like, yeah, why would I want to write a song yeah. that you like, don't want to listen to? Yeah. Why would you want to? Why would that? I want to be in a band that I don't want to, that yeah. I don't like? Yeah. You know, like, yes. you want to like the music that you're playing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we
1: write really good fucking songs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I think we do. I no, think I, we have write really I'm, good songs. I'm it's, proud of it. I can go back to it. I wish existed. Yeah. And we made it happen. Yeah, so that's cool. That's yeah,
0: that's exactly what that's, I, I feel like. That's what I what I'm trying to do as well. Is you know, is there's especially our our song "What's Left of Me." Like we were talking about it, because because now I'm struggling with like I'm I'm started I've started recording a full length, and I'm like, how do I make these songs sound similar but different, where it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like the same song, right? You know, and um, you know, my our song "What's Left of Me" that we released earlier this year, it's like. It has everything I want: fast punk beat, catchy guitar riff, mm-hmm. has a breakdown with another cool shreddy riff, a catchy chorus, has like you know passionate vocals. Like it yeah. has everything that you want, and and like I, I kind of put all the things that I like to hear in songs yes. into yeah. one song, yes. and that's like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I I I feel oh, like bands that's... need to be a little bit more um, stop being modest about like. You know, if you believe in your music, you will want to tell people about it. Yeah. You will want yeah. people to tell people and be like, "Come to this show, come yeah. see my band. We are worth it." Yes, exactly.
1: And, and there's like <laughs> there's a showmanship to that too. And I think also, even that confidence and like not being modest about the the music that you are creating, like it bleeds into the writing because then you're not going to be afraid to try something, different. yeah. Like, I think at the yeah. beginning, maybe we were a little afraid to try certain things, so we shied away from certain stuff. But by the time we started writing for our full-length record, we were like, fuck it. We're going to have a... We have a ballad on the record. Right. And, and it's, I think, it's it's turned out to be one of people's favorite songs on the record. And we were like, I don't know if people are going to dig this. Because well, like, it's, like, really weird. It's got, like, a little bit of a we, classic country thing. you know, you build thing. your
2: own audience then, you know? If yeah. there's people that are listening to you that, that don't like... Whatever you're doing, there will be other people to do. Like yeah, it, the, exactly. the, peep, the the people will listen. Like that's
0: just it, you gotta write what you like. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, I I remember bringing it back to Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know that song, uh, "Good and Riddance," time of your life. Sure, like, of course. I hard heard. To, <laughs> hard to stay away. <laughs> yeah. But I heard a still I heard the story behind that. That was like. He didn't want to put that on the record. It was just a song that he wrote. Oh. He didn't think like he did not think it was gonna become this single that would be yeah. played at like funerals and graduations yeah. and, and weddings and, and like K-Mart. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's on it's at the very end of the record. Yeah. It's yeah. like the second yeah. to the last yeah, song. It's and like a little, he was like, Oh, wh- no, yeah. we'll just throw this on there. And, and people the fucking loved it. Ever yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like one of the most popular songs yeah. they ever written. Well, it's funny, you
1: yeah, because Nimrod is their like weird experimental record, because they tried fucking everything on that record. And you can tell. Because, I really like, like Nimrod. Yeah, I think Nimrod's great. I love Nimrod. I'm nice like,
3: guys finish. Nice yeah, nice it.
1: guys finish last is like their classic shit. But then you got and a Ride.
3: I'm off the wagon and really I'm hitching.
1: I'm, I'm just gonna sing a line no. from every song you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Geek's Deep Breath is on the record before, which I've Their
2: their early discography all blurs together for me. Everything from like Kerplunk up until like Insomniac. Kind of Insomniac is brain stew and jaded, right? Yeah, yes. I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, they're great. No, no, okay. yeah, I, I love Kerplunk through Nimrod, and I love
2: American Dream. Day was another definitely like huge uh, point of like connection
1: for me and Jordan. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, and the Beatles and oh,
0: another band who who went outside their boundaries yeah, and their comfort zone and tried a bunch of different great. shit.
1: Great, I think that's when they became the Beatles for me. I mean, I like the early pop stuff, but Rubber Soul on. That's oh, yeah. that's my shit. That's the Beatles for me. Yeah. I,
0: I and that's what something that I, I really take a lot of influence from that early pop stuff cuz it's so catchy and so well, it's like it's so perfectly written. Oh, so. it's so yeah, and it's it's mainly pretty simple chords, mm-hmm. you know, like it's it's like perfectly structured like pop rock songs, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, tell you something, you know, you like you can't get any better than that. You, like yeah. that's
1: some of the best written pop rock music that will ever be written, you know, close the book. Yeah. yeah, influenced it's, so many people. Influenced, I mean, fucking the Beatles created doom metal.
2: But they did in that, one well, song. Well, yeah, but that's what. I, but I mean, years but before and years Black Sabbath later, existed. Wait, what song? Like what song? I, I want, want you to see so, so heavy. heavy. The ending of that okay. song is, is so heavy. Yeah, and that doomy. Like, like Sabbath, whatever. Fucking that song is is the 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 prototype for doom metal and that was 1969 and they went from doing like i want to hold your hand all the way yeah every like and they didn't they didn't stick with it people loved their early stuff they were the biggest thing in the world and they were like nah we're gonna try something else now and like if you
0: don't like it they could have stuck with that and played stuff like forever. that for decades yeah
1: well they could have kept playing live and right. made more money probably
3: yeah right. they
1: were like no we want to make what we want to make Fuck it and that's yeah. i respect that so yeah. so much yeah
2: yeah. Like
3: that, like some of their more to be the biggest band
2: in the entire world, like ever, and and be like, it do- doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm still gonna do whatever. Yeah, and like. they didn't even play live that's except really, twice.
1: Well, yeah. Later on, when yeah. they were releasing their best music, like that's amazing. Yeah, amazing. And they still managed to have that name. I guess music was different back then. You, you know, people actually bought albums. Then you well, know, so. and,
0: and you didn't have you didn't. It's yeah, it's not like it is now where like you know. You have I'm on Spotify. Out. You guys are on Spotify. Say, Every, yeah, like so many about, like, people the convenience are on,
2: like, of being able to record from your room though th- th- that even playing field has led to like an oversaturation of like yeah. everyone can release a record. you know So that's yeah, it, well, there, was, there was definitely like still eyes on
1: you know if, if you were a band established enough to be putting out a record. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, even if you were a band putting out your debut record in the '70s, you still got push. Oh, sure, because you had it. to be on a label. You had
3: to be on oh, like one yeah. of the six labels, you know. And, that...
0: and you had one medium to, to listen to it—the radio—and they played whatever stations you you could yeah. get. You might yeah. not even, if, you know, if you lived out in the country, like you maybe get three stations, and you so yeah. you get a rock country and it's, uh, you get a rock country and a talk station, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah.
1: So you you had to go to the record store and you had to dig through the crates yeah. and buy the LP. And bring it home that's the only reason
2: the Beatles got big
1: <laughs> lack of good music. <laughs> so have you, have you speaking of the Beatles have you watched get back I have not yet everybody
0: keeps telling me I need to it's watch it and
1: that I would really like it oh it's so good I, I the eight hours I've spent <laughs> recently <laughs> I,
0: I really I have been i've I've been kind of waiting to watch it with my girlfriend and every yeah. time like we have all these shows that we want to watch together so it's like we just yeah. haven't gotten to it yet but on it's, New Year's Day, we're just gonna be hanging out and doing nothing. So I'm I'm sure we'll, we'll
2: it's just like jump Beatles it. pornography. Yeah,
1: it's it's amazing. It's, it's just you get to be a fly good. on the wall for all these incredible moments, and just actually it's humanizing too, just to see yeah the inner workings of the band that you never really got to see before because these people are like mythological creatures to us at yeah. this point. Yeah, you got to see them just beep. Human they're
2: just they're like twenty something year old dudes making dick in a, band, in a like we room. Do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just they have no fucking idea what yeah. they're doing or who they are. Like, you know, that they're these giants. They're just fucking around. They're just it's playing amazing. their guitars and like it yeah, it's it
0: it really is. Like it's like, amazing.
1: It's I'd watch so it again I'm, right now.
0: Dude. I'm going to go home and watch start it tonight.
3: <laughs> yeah. You really should. Sorry, Lisa. <laughs> I cannot recommend it enough. It's great.
0: So tell me a little bit about like what you, you mentioned when we were uh, standing up there at the front in the lobby Let you guys have... You have a new song coming out and you're going to do a video with it that's like a so, short film type thing?
1: So yeah, we, we have this song that I we're don't... working with Ryan Beck with mm-hmm. um, in the studio. Um, and he really wanted to collaborate with us on it. So we're... we're Recording it now. I don't know when it'll be out yet because we're still tracking it Um, We're kind of doing it a little bit here and there just because our schedules are both kind of crazy right now Um, But we do have a music video like short film tie-in for it.
2: Yeah Yeah,
1: it'll probably come out. It'll come out next year
2: Yeah, I don't want to give away too much because while we we've we've had like a kind of a idea formulating for a while for this video and I think it's going to be something really cool. And we we I don't know if we've touched ta- George Jordan and I both we we come from a film background. That's what we, mm-hmm. what we both were in school for, and um, collaborated on some stuff back then. Yeah, we made so quite this a is, few films together. So this is kind of a, a coming together of both of those worlds. Of, mm-hmm. of um, we haven't we haven't really done anything uh, on yeah, aside film from in, our in quite a while. Music video, yeah, but our I am mean, just one. just like. You know yeah. that that we were all hands on and doing that, so it's that's exciting, and this is um yeah, and this track should be really really cool. Um, it's a really cool song, really dynamic. Yeah, it's different. It's different than, than a, a lot of our stuff.
0: I would say what with that, what you guys are doing is like I, I you were talking about how there's oversaturation of, uh, like now anybody can put their stuff on Spotify. Mm-hmm. True, but I also feel like, and I think that's great because it because it, it gives people and uh, it. Say what you want about Spotify—that they don't pay anything. Like I'm not my music's not on there to make money. I want to be on there so that people can listen. Have yeah, we, we I have more listeners in Canada right now than I, I do in the say, United we, States. We, you know what I mean? Our,
2: on our wrapped, we had like listeners in like 46 different countries. That would not be yeah, like, like you know, it's it's like. 1500 people, it's amazing all together, but like it's every you can reach such a different part of the world. Absolutely, we have we have a friend in in Norway who's Who like a huge us. supporter of our of our band, and and in like, Greece. yeah, there's like there's people you can connect to people all over the world because of that. Like,
0: there are people out there that are like, you know, there might not be like as many people in St. Louis that like want to hear your music mm-hmm. as there are on the broad spectrum, right. you might have. Ten thousand fans out there, yeah. that, like would that would love to, and without to, that platform, like would right, not reach them, right, and you might have like a couple hundred people in St. Louis that are like right. into your stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like I think that's what's really cool about it. It is, but to that point, like I think you also have to do something creative that's different than the norm to kind yeah. of cut through a little bit, like, yeah. and I think doing something like a short film. With coupled with, you know, like, a lot of bands, you know, oh, when you put out a song, you put out a video, too, you know? like But I think doing something a little bit different and putting out, like, a short film is a really cool idea.
1: Well, it's also, it's fun to do. And, like, because we have that background, I think it gives whoever decides to spend any time with the song a little more bang for their buck, even though they're not spending money on it, It, it buck being their time, you know, four, four minutes and change, they'll get more out of it being like, yeah. okay, they can hear the song and be like, that's a really cool song. Oh, there's a video, and then they'll watch yeah. it and be like, Oh wow. And then they can think about different things These about the music. Smart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well it gives a little bit more depth. It gives dimension to your stage. There's yeah. a
1: continuity to the aesthetic from the to the music. Absolutely. Um which we've always strived to have a, a strong continuity. That that's was, why that our stage of, show is the way it is. Yeah,
2: there there was a lot that a lot of um like this the starting of this band was was the idea of like you don't you don't see a lot of bands it's it's starting to come back a little more which which is great but you don't see a lot of bands for a long time that that really put on like a show you right you know what i mean like 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 alice cooper like like a mm-hmm. like a, oh, sure. a theatrical or like and, a gore Yes, GWAR! Oh my God, did I, I? Did you see them at Pops when no. they came last year? No. Oh, dude, they were, uh, they were two years ago. Oh my God. Well, well, they just
0: came back. Did like, they? Like I, last week. Oh my God. Not last week. I can't believe I like, like that. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, I, got, I saw again. them. I heard there was a thousand people there. Wow. Yeah, like they're they're really drawing people back in again. I don't know how, but that's like, was yeah. a
2: great crowd, and when I saw them, back, oh my God, they're, they're great. But well, wait, one are,
0: quick one quick side note about Gore. <laughs> Because I interviewed them on a podcast one oh, time, oh, did you really? they weren't in their suits or anything, but they all they all stayed in character, which was really funny. That's great. But the interesting thing about a band like Gore, there's no original members anymore, right. no, yeah. and it Order can go dead. on yes. forever yeah, because yeah. because of that. Like there doesn't need which to be genius. an original I, original yeah, member. That's honestly yeah,
1: genius.
3: yeah.
1: And I don't I don't see them ever losing relevance. They have like see. 30 albums out or something. Well, yeah, like, they, like, they've also done like a lot of different stuff. They they kind of started as like a hardcore band. And then like did thr- like thrashy crossover, and then they became just a straightforward. With
2: them, I mean, they're almost they're almost the, the other side of the, like. It, it's it's the show
1: that
3: keeps people
2: it, coming. Yeah, back, right, you know? right, exactly. I mean, I, I, back I, to your I point. Could, I yeah. could name like two songs. Of of like no, nothing right. nothing like I love them, but like it's the show that that drives that. Right. You want To it's be the in the splash zone of the yeah. giant dick that shoots on you. Right. you <laughs> want. Yes, I, yeah. want him, I want him to come blood all over me <laughs> <Yeah>. while he's <laughs> ripping Donald Trump open on. Like they fucking murder people on this. It's
0: great. But somebody gets eaten every they, show. Like the like, worm you
2: know, that like, swallows yeah. people and spits green. It's there. It's amazing. Like that's. So we've always like. Obviously, well, nobody will ever, ever, ever be as good as Guar. But <laughs> we've always figured, like, like Jordan always says, like, if, if you come and see us, even if you don't like the music, like, at least you've seen a cool show. At yeah. least you've seen a good. Yeah, performance. you're gonna remember it. Yeah, and you're gonna tell people about it. <clears throat> Absolutely. Say these guys fucking sucked. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> but go see. And him. I I totally agree with you. And like my band, we don't do a lot of um, like. We don't have costumes or dress a certain way. You know, this is pretty much how I dress when we play. Like it. But we we have <laughs> planned out like, you know, we jump around. We have certain parts where it's like, okay, we're all going to do this at the same time. We put energy to, into to it. To put it, be intentional with that part of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. so that when people leave, they're like, oh man, those guys really put thought oh, yeah. into their stage show. Oh, I've, I've, I've you, had had like, you know, I've
2: seen, I've, I've definitely seen bands, especially a lot in in, in the hardcore scene, where. I mean, you, you don't need what, all the stuff that we that we do, that we put into it. If you... You can tell. When a band is putting their heart into it, when a band is putting their... Oh, for like, sure. they're up there because they love playing, you and can see it. And they fucking believe it. Yes. every that's, note I, of music. That's, Absolutely. That's what I'm that's getting at. That's a good show. Yeah.
1: And that, that's for us, too. When we play, it's not just a, a stage show. Like no. You can that's, tell they're like, oh, they're going through a, a movement here. When we're playing... It's like we're super fucking energetic. Yeah. And we've we've actually had people mention that to us who have played with us live or who have been live members. When we practice, we're like all over the place. And they're like, "Fuck, you guys don't just stand around." I'm like, "No." Yeah. Like we're we're like jumping off shit and like yeah. moving around and like swinging guitars around and like we do that because it's, it's fun to do. Like we we get into you get it. To get
2: to like put all let all that energy. Yeah. Out. Exactly. That, like, and cathartic. We feel the, yeah.
1: the emotion and the music. But then there's also the stage show. Like, we've got, you know, the skulls with the candles in them. We've got fog machines. We've got lights. We've got our stage clothes that we wear. We've yeah. Got, we wear, you know, we wear some makeup and stuff like that. And there's, you know, we come out to like a creepy tune that, you know, it's just like there's that's, like a little bit of pageantry yeah. with it. It's fun. Theatrical. Yeah. It's yeah. Fun. yeah. It's yeah. Very I, theatrical.
0: I think that's dope, dude. Like, I, I think. That's one aspect that that uh, you see a lot of bands that they don't put that thought into it. They're like, yeah. oh, we're just gonna go up there and play. Like, well, that I, sets you know, you apart too. it might, yeah, totally. It, it, and I, I feel like the bands that I've seen. I remember I saw this band. Um, it was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday night at the Creepy Crawl a long time ago, and they're from Pennsylvania, and they're called the Commercials. And they were. You would think that they were just like a Ramones core type mm-hmm. band, but they weren't. They were like a. I don't even know how to. Do, they were pop punk for sure, but like every member of the band sang except for the drummer. So it's cool to see when all three guys are up there like singing at the mic on a part Mm -hmm. together and every single one of them like was into the music they were thrashing around they were oh, jumping yes. around and i if they would have just stood there i wouldn't even be talking about it right now sure no, but it was yeah. because they put th- that energy you you into the show couldn't sing
2: one of their songs right now but you but you remember the show you remember right. seeing these guys that liked right. what they were right i want to see him again <laughs> right like now <laughs> they broke
0: up a long time ago <laughs> oh,
2: but well those are the kind of
1: bands that i want to see you guys were good while you live. lasted those it's, are the kind of bands i want to see live again like yeah. every time every dime every time my die comes through I'm going to go see them. I didn't I didn't last time because they announced it so late, and I already had yeah. tickets to go see Gojira. But every time... He still complains about it. I'm still, still pissed He still complains about it. that he missed the show. Did, I'm still pissed did, about it. Did you
0: go see Alkaline Trio when they were here?
1: Uh, not them? the most recent time because okay. um, I had to work, but I did the time before when they were touring on the last record they put out, which is really good. I like that record. Yeah,
0: it's, it's almost kind of... I would say when I hear a band's record and I haven't seen them live... Every time I die is another good one. That's like they always put everything into it. But oh like God, yeah. when I hear a record and I'm like, oh, I can imagine they'd really be jumping around to this part. And then you s- you go see the band and they don't do that. Yeah, alkaline yeah. trio. Doesn't it's do almost that. disappointing. Yeah.
2: yeah, you're like alkaline, alkaline put trio on the get shown my head. Like I could have stayed home and imagined it. And it yeah, been cooler.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if I would need to see alkaline trio again unless they were like we're gonna play crimson all the way through. We're gonna play goddamn it all the no,
3: way through. Like, oh, no, yeah.
2: puts you know on a really good show still. Um, the used. Because oh yeah, I saw them. Any other new
1: music? But they're still really good live. Saw them. Um, saw them at warp Tour a couple years ago. I did yeah. too. They were really good. Yes, I, um, it's a shame that Bert can't scream anymore. But they still sound great live. I, they have I a guy saw screaming.
2: them uh, when when oh god, this would have been like 2017 when Frank Iero came through on his like his first solo oh, yeah. tour, and he opened for for the Used. And man, they. They went all out. Burt was a great yeah, Those comment. first like,
1: two or three. Well, those I first was never two. Like a huge well, record. Here so good. I am. Yeah. It's, so good.
2: it's in my head. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> if you're not, if you're like, dude, that song, The Taste of Ink, when it came out, you know what I mean? That like, it's four o'clock in yeah. the fucking
1: morning. Like, like, that's like the biggest sing-along moment all the time. Though. Oh my God. No, dude, if like, I, like, <laughs> I want to hear all those songs. I want to hear a box full of sharp objects. Yes. Like, I want to hear like, all those songs. For uh, sure. No, I I old school. That that album is absolutely incredible. But yeah, the four <laughs> o'clock in the fucking morning. That's like one of the loudest I've ever felt. Like I was like in the crowd. That's one of the loudest <laughs> I've ever felt. That and um, I remember seeing Chiodos when they re, re re uh they did their reunion tour with Craig, and I remember them doing Baby. You wouldn't last a moment on the creek, and then they get to the bridge part where all the music drops out, and he says. Um, like we never knew each other at all and then they go into the breakdown I just remember how fucking because it was at the Firebird oh wow how loud it was and I was just like I'm gonna be deaf just from the sing-along part not (laughs) from the band playing yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: rest in peace the Firebird that was a great movie I love
1: the Firebird unfortunately the Cult Sounds never got to play there there. I played there twice I played there twice as well yeah yeah. like cool. Two, two other bands.
0: It was a. Um, I, I feel like that's one maybe area where you know we have the sinkhole. Love the sinkhole. It's great, straight. great like DIY venue. Have played there. Like red flags, I, awesome. I love love red flag. I feel like um, and I love the heavy anchor too. Um, played there a few times now, but like I feel like one area where we need, you know, we have off Broadway, of course, we need a venue that's kind of like that Firebird
3: size,
2: you know, yeah, that's, that's like a, a medium size, bar and yeah, yeah, where
0: where you can have small shows and it doesn't feel like if there's only fifty people there, that doesn't feel like like a like a total wash, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like because because you, when you're at a venue that holds eight hundred or a thousand people and there's fifty people there. Even as a attendant, you're kind of like, no, yeah, yeah. oh, I feel a little weird. But if 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 it, if it only holds 300 or 500, it's a little, it feels yeah. a little bit a little more like, okay, we don't have a bad crowd. This is still like yeah, a yeah, show, no, you like know,
1: like 150 there. The it might room. as well be a thousand. Oh, right, right.
0: You know? If it's if if it's half full, then you feel like it's all the way full. You yeah, know what I mean, like.
1: We've, I love going
2: there. We've got the Duck Room. I always forget about yeah, that. Yeah, nobody
1: ever talks about it. It's weird.
0: They've been doing shows there, like yeah. local shows there lately too. Oh, like really? I've, I've, I've never I've seen a, seen a few. There. I I went and saw The I Winks time. and this band Dead Format. Yeah, that's the only time I've been there. And uh, it was a local show, and it was a good turnout. It,
1: it, I really enjoyed it. Cool it. I, I've
0: seen it's some cool, touring yeah. bands there. I haven't played there, but I would love to. Yeah,
1: yeah I would love to. Would be a, I would I love, would love be to play great. there. We saw King Dude. King Dude, who is like a... Neo, like dark neo folk guy, satanic folk, yeah, satanic folk, and, and then uh, uh, Twin Temple, who is a satanic doo wop band. Oh, oh interesting. Okay, it's like really like tongue in cheek campy, but it's like 60s, 50s doo wop music, but great. about the devil, right Chuck <laughs> <Barry's> <laughs> Basement. It's yeah.
0: Great. I, I mean, I do feel like there's a little bit of that place has also been around for so long that yeah. like I would just love to play there. Just say oh, I've yeah, yeah, oh, like, sure. it's just yeah, it's yeah such a cool. I love one you've ever heard like has played there.
1: Yeah, well, it's also it's a cool little. It is really venue. cool. Oh uh, yeah, you like w- the basement like it's cool.
0: Sometimes I feel I I feel like it's one of those places where if you were eating dinner. And you were right by the duck room, and people started walking in and going down to the basement. You'd be like, "What's going on? Oh, there's a music venue yeah, down yeah. here, yeah, yeah." And there even could know. be 300 I, people down there. I like, had been you in know. there.
2: I mean, you know, it's it's right in the loop. Like i had been in Blueberry Hill a handful of times. Never knew there was a venue until like we had tickets to go to this place and we walked in and I'm like, "Wait, what?" It's and there's
0: there's another there. Oh, they cool. have another room in the basement too, the Elvis room. What I've yeah. only been down there twice. Oh, I've, I've never right. been back in that behind room. the stage in the dart room. The sec- it, well, no, in the dart room. You know where, where on the side in Blueberry Hill, where you throw darts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a door, and Uh it goes down to the basement, and there's another room. Oh, I've never been in. It's a little smaller than the uh, duck room, but it's called the Elvis room. (laughs) I've been to a couple parties down there. It's it's cool. It's not a venue, but there's a little bar and like some you know couple bathrooms down there. Like it's it's just kind of more of an open. There's a couple booths or tables, but like it's you know you could do a show down there. I saw I saw a video from a show that was happening down there i didn't know what bands were playing but i was like this looks fucking cool like <laughs> yeah. everybody fucking throw each other into the bar yeah right. yeah it looked awesome but yeah huh? we
1: do we do need a firebird again and because i mean like old rock house could be utilized more and i don't it's weird i think off broadway is awesome but i don't ever hear about shows that aren't like country or full yeah. happening because i've been to quite a few like Folky? Like folk and like neo-country yeah. bands there. And I'm actually going to... Ryan and I are going to go see Touche Amore and Vane there. Oh, are you? Okay. Which is going to be nuts. Touche Amore and Vane well, uh, together?
0: Teenage yeah. Bottle Rocket, weird. they played there. Um... Which is like they're like kind of a yeah I, I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't say Ramones core but old older school punk rock they remind and, me like the Buzzcocks almost yeah yeah like um, Screeching weasel they maybe. they do some punk shows there and I'm actually this is the first time I'm just gonna throw it out there uh, I actually have a show there uh, our EP release show is gonna be at Off Broadway on March 5th so mark your mm, calendars oh yes
3: it's
1: a great um, fucking venue yeah yeah
0: I, I love it I went there not too long ago and saw this band uh, my girlfriend. Um, Really likes called Shovels and Rope. It's like a husband and wife duo, mm-hmm. and they she, they play piano and guitar. It was really good. I it's mean, a, it's ooh.
1: a really intimate venue. It's cool. Oh, it's great of, venue. So. Yeah. They got the dance floor in the middle there.
0: They have been doing more uh, some local shows there too. I've
2: I'd I've be, seen.
1: I don't know why that doesn't happen more. That would be perfect. That'd yeah. be a great venue for local shows. Those
2: old Rockhouse. No, shows. Off uh, Broadway. Off Broadway. Oh, oh, I've no, I've still never been to Off Broadway.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, Black you should come course on course. March 5th for our <laughs> <laughs> Wes Hoffman and Friends oh, yeah. EP release. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Off-Broadway is cool. Thing. Have you oh. been to the factory? I have not. It is really cool. I it's saw beautiful. Um, Mark Robier there. Okay. Uh, this,
0: uh, what, God, that was,
3: that was before. That. I September went. 11th.
1: Good day. A night I'll never <laughs> forget. It,
0: it, <laughs> it reminds me of, um, I haven't been there yet, but like having it being in Chesterfield mm-hmm. and like. From what I've seen pictures of it, there is a, a venue. I went and saw Saves a Day up in Chicago. It actually wasn't in Chicago. It was in like the West suburbs of, of Chicago, um, Palatine, Illinois. And it's this venue called Dirty Nelly's. And it was in like a suburb, which Chesterfield is, uh-huh. of course, a suburb. Sure. And like hmm. was a really nice venue with like a patio and a like a food window and this place you is know, like one
2: of the fanciest venue. Like it, it reminded it, me of like an upscale pops or not I I'm i so, upscale so sorry pageant. an upscale pageant that's yes. kind of what yes. I like how big like, it's bigger than the pageant, it's bigger really? than the pageant. Okay. there's
0: like five bars in the place like everywhere that's kind of how this place like, in Chicago was with, yeah like
2: it was it was a big big space yeah, yeah. Um, they want
0: they want to get people their drinks
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I bought a beer that's there, how they're making was like, their money it was like nine they've bucks got for they've got a, a shot girl like we were in the front row they've got a
2: shot girl that comes by and sells you yeah that was so fucking
1: weird Ryan and I are at Gojira and knocked Loose yeah and people were like, it like it was a knocked loose pit, so it was pretty violent. And then there's these shotguns. People stopping to pass shots. These, there's these shotguns just walking through these guys. Wait, where like was artery. that? It was at the factory. the factory. Oh, knocked loose was at the factory? Yeah, they opened for Gojira. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> <laughs> it was an odd pairing that's why we went because Ryan and I like Gojira also so we were like and we fucking love Knock Loose we saw them open for every time I die a couple of years ago yeah
0: Knock Loose like so my old podcast The Strange House we went on a warp Tour for like five days in um, 2017 and Knock Loose was on Warped tour. I think that was their first oh, wow, Warped tour. That was when they were early. Yeah. Like pop
2: culture. And but that was there. Up yeah. they they were
0: huge. Like when they
2: oh. on that when they had that Warped tour, like that was I remember everybody fucking talking about. That everybody. was
0: they were the one band that everybody was like Jeez. like anytime they played, it didn't matter what time of day, like they always had a huge crowd. And like
1: Damn. it was a really they, cool it's weird. It was they're really so cool abrasive, but they're getting so yeah, they big. Have, yeah,
2: I know. They're 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 like borderline like a mainstream yeah. name and which is like wild for because they're they're like they're hard are shit
0: yeah i don't i don't know
1: it's weird i feel like them Good and turnstile are going to be the bands that like break hardcore yeah into like the mainstream because like turnstile was on seth uh, meyers yeah like, wild yeah i saw that yeah. and like obviously they're like not a straightforward hardcore band right because they're doing like the shoegazy yeah. like yeah yeah. Pop yeah stuff with hardcore but it's like Still, it's hardcore. They played a hardcore they, song. They have it's this. They have these weird. Hulk, uh, like, yeah. You
0: know yeah. They they have these weird, almost kind of singing parts that almost remind me of like Three Eleven sometimes. Like yeah. yes,
2: they, that's. <laughs> I saw somebody like, I I, I was about to watch the, the video of them on Seth Meyers, and I saw someone in the comments compare them to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, and I was like, I was like, that's weird. And then I and then I was listening to it, and I was like, you I know can what? See some I of kind of, it. of yeah. like that that. That neo like like reggae fusion kind of they have this uh, they're they're interesting it's not it's not necessarily like my thing but you'd but,
1: actually probably you lo- you love Rage Against the Machine so you'd probably actually like some of their more straightforward hardcore stuff because they have that Rage Against the Machine bounce uh, yeah like that. Like, well, you well like, I mean Zach was in a hardcore band he was in Inside Out before he did yeah I know Rage you showed me Inside Machine. Out but yeah no th- I that new Turnstile record I actually think you'd really enjoy it it's I'll fucking check it out. great I'll check it out. I love that record.
0: Yeah, I need to. I I have listened to several songs off of it, but I need it's to give so it. I need good. to give it a full front to back spin. I haven't like quite dove into it yet, but um, no, I think band. it's cool. I think it's cool, man. Like and like going back to what we were saying earlier in the conversation, I think it's as bands get a little bit bigger, I tend to if if it's a band that I like found when they were like just starting out, and then they start get like Fallout Boy, like like <laughs> do you get do you get kind of like irritated when people jump on the bandwagon
2: then when you're like i knew because like i do a little bit i I mean (laughs) when i was younger like
0: when i was younger yes like like when when um when like i i (laughs) when i was younger and i first got into punk rock and i Mm -hmm. would be like in you know I, I had my own little five bands that I really liked, yeah. and then you would hear somebody else like, "Oh, I like MXPX," and I'd be no, like, "No, you don't." I'd be like, "No,
3: that's my band." Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't MXPX.
0: You know, like I don't know why I would have yeah. been like, "Oh, cool, I do too. Let's right, talk about." Right. It. Like, you know, I, you don't I, know bad like, religion. Shut up. It, yeah, it was just more of like my ego coming out. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's my well, it's thing. It's, that I connect it's very with. personal to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, so you're like, you know. Yeah. Uh, but now that I'm like. I, I, Fall Out Boy, for some reason, is the one that always comes up for me on this podcast because, like, they just started out as like these guys playing a VFW halls in Chicago, in the suburbs of Chicago. Wait, they came from like the and, hardcore like, scene. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and like, I mean, well, and Race then,
1: Trader and with that other band that I can't remember the name of, uh, like, that's the the guys yeah. uh, Joe and uh, I'm drawing up like on the other guys. Yo, Andy. Just keep yeah,
0: and, yeah, no, I know, I know, I I forget the name of the band, but like, uh, and Pete Pete was in like a, a hardcore band it was, or something yeah. you so so like but they were just like these guys that started out doing pop punk and then like they got bigger and they got bigger and like now they're i, I don't even feel like their music resembles pop punk yeah. like it's just straight okay. pop no music rock. but it, yeah but it's like it, i I feel like for them it's one of those things that really gets me kind of like I don't get irritated but I get a little bit like oh I do well you know they're not really what they are. Like That, that, that wasn't how I they mean. started like, out. The like, people now that, you know, are, that are
2: fans of theirs are like, no, this new record is amazing. I'm like, no,
1: no. I'm like, no, you no. were there in the trenches when <laughs> From Under the Court Tree came out. Right, <laughs> right. I was right. there. I fucking bought the CD, and I fought with my mom about buying the CD because said, she was weird when, when she was likes. little. You know, when I was little. You know, just like, I was there. You didn't, you didn't understand. This came out when I was in middle school. Right. I don't get it. <laughs>
0: No, that that's how it feels a little bit. You know what I, I mean? Totally it's a little it. bit like, oh man. And and I, I hate mean, the music. Now. More power to them. Like, who knows what I would do if I was in that situation? If all of a sudden my music started blowing up, like maybe I would go the direction that they went. I would collect you know, the money
2: but, and then do a band that I'm actually, you know, you know, proud you know of. gets me that way. Maroon Five. Yeah, like, like the first, huh? first record is great. record is great. And now you listen to them and it's not it's all, it. there's no guitars, there's no drums Well, it's like, Adam Levine? It's, it's not. I know, but, yeah. but there's but there's like four dudes standing there with guitars and there's there's
1: no yeah. instrumentation on it. Like what do you I And don't, ever, I don't and get and, it. and they I still fall for it every time. Every time Adam Levine talks about new music, he's like, "It actually reminds me a lot of uh songs of Jane." I'm see. like, I'm like, "Huh?" Am I going to listen <laughs> they, to a new Maroon 5 album? They and were I was like, a, like, this is trash. They <laughs> were like a rock band back then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, they <laughs> were they were a pop-punk band before they became Maroon 5. I really miss the, that. That first record God, is awesome. It sounds
2: so fucking old, but I miss that. Like At least when 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 pop bands like Radio Pop... They used to play instruments. Like Katy Perry, her first album was like a, a pop rock album. Yeah. Avril Lavigne, like all of Those that. Those first two
1: Katy Perry albums are like great. A drummer and a
2: guitarist, it. and like you, I, I don't know, there's there was at least like something for sure. Well, unfortunately, yeah. our
1: r- rock's biggest uh, bands now Careful. are, are Careful. Imagine Dragons and like <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the Led Zeppelin ripoff band? Greta Greta,
0: well, I would say, I, I would say, okay. We, uh, I like my girlfriend and albums. I were just talking about Imagine Dragons, and like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a fan of them. Oh, I fucking hate them. <laughs> but, but I would even go back to their first album. Mm-hmm. They had instruments. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did and, and and they had that, you know, like I mean, there. If you go back and listen to that, like, not not hits in, <laughs> it hits in the punk rock world, but like. I can understand why there's like five or six songs off that album that got heavy radio yeah. play because they are very well crafted. They're catchy songs. But they, I don't know what their story is about uh, who they are as a band. But they sound like just this manufactured like, yes. Hey,
1: I'm gonna make you guys a star. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, come on in. We'll hook you up with a producer. We'll get you some songs we'll and build these like, songs. And yeah, and pull yeah. Them out like, and, yeah. You know, at least I will say this about Fall Out Boy, they they worked for it. They, like, they did. You know, they started at the like, and that's what I think is so cool about these bands that made it really big, like Blink 182, Green Day, Fall Out Boy, Bad Religion, like you know, all off-line Trio, is they are guys just like you and I that started out doing music just like right. you and I, and yeah. that, and they they made it, and that's inspiring to me. They they made it to this level that is. I mean they're so popular now and you know what I mean it, it, right. they weren't they weren't that situation Matt's the in Imagine 182. you know the Imagine Dragons that's thing That's what yeah. made those <laughs> records great was not being successful <laughs> <laughs> that's, they were, that's the bummer
2: that's once you get to that level of those people that we look up to you're going to suck you're, you're going <laughs> to
1: but, or you can be Elvis and have your comeback period and have it be some of your best music of your career.
0: True. And then you could start playing. That in is you best thing. Th- that is the best thing. <laughs> when, like
2: when when a when a band does come back from us like you know a band that you've given up on and you're like no nah, they're not gonna Slipknot uh, when they came. Oh, out yeah, with, I gave um, up on them for uh, a while. We're not your kind. Like that that album is great. Is amazing. And the the, I thought one, the, album before the couple that was before trash. that, yeah, I was like Slipknot's done. Like this, I can't. And they came back with a fucking banger. I love to see that when a band realizes they're not doing good and they do good yeah <laughs> they they turn it
0: around yeah. yeah i always think that's cool too when they when a band has like a couple albums like we were talking about hawthorne heights like you know they have a couple albums that are just like it's just so, uh, it's just a, they're not doing too well it's not super creative and then they come back and it's like oh yeah. i
1: really you know I really really like, why I found, song, like so they just, found
2: yeah. the passion again they found yeah. why yeah. they cared about you know
1: yeah, For yeah sure. well green day Where's, american idiot. where's green day's american album? idiot was their Comeback back
2: now i was, think they're just i don't think that was that was still like that was they were that was like their peak man they
1: were still they on be, their way that up. Became? no no cuz nobody liked that record that came out before warning on, yeah, out before that. That, no no, no. Uh, was it warning yeah the that Live Without like the
2: warning album oh.
0: I, it had I wanna be the minority and
1: like also Waiting's a good song. Yeah. Okay, let's just list all the songs we like on that album. <laughs> That's three. <laughs> the rest of the, the rest of the album sucks. Uh, but no yeah, American idiot. I wish they'd their... come
2: out with they were they were such a huge influence on me as a yeah, kid. And a that like album. um Bullet in a Bible, that that live concert album that they put like that, still watching that now, like that gets me pumped up to play music. But that wish, new record I they, they put out they,
1: was so bad. I wish they'd
2: do something Was like, it like Revelation Radio? No, Father of
1: All. Oh, yeah. Father of
2: All Motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, the, whole, the name of Yeah, the, I've never, I've never it's, I haven't listened no, to it. It's it was, shocking They ripped how bad off, it is. They
2: ripped off Jimi Hendrix in one song, and oh, they like made it they bad. It was <laughs> like fire, they, right? they, Yeah, they straight ripped off like the opening riff from Fire. And I'm um, going to have to listen to this. Made it bad. They do
1: like weird... Like, aping like the the strokes but bad and then like aping jack it just white seems like wait it, what, what do you we,
0: what what is this term aping
1: like they like took elements of like that and like just did it poorly Oh, like okay. ripping okay. them off. yeah like ripping them off
2: but he but it, it's it's more almost like they're like they're trying to do Green Day, but they don't know how to do Green. Day. Like they're like, this is what we used to sound like, and this is, but it's like, like you said, like imagine, like a manufactured version. That's of so weird. This should, I don't. It's, yeah. it's very strange.
1: Um,
0: the yeah, strange history of Green Day here on yeah. Three One Four Punk Podcast. Yeah.
1: I'm so glad that we're we're not at the, like the process part of our career right now, like career, <laughs> but like the the new EP is so. Opposite of our most recent record because it is so like stripped back and just feels very different. Yeah. So,
0: so when when can we look for that to come out? Early next year, I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, You know, that's like a week and a half away.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I would say like
1: maybe end of January or early February. Maybe. 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 Okay. Yeah. We we have, we, yeah, we've got the songs are done.
2: Yeah. I have to do vocals on like two or three tracks that I've got. Like lyrics finished for and everything. But Okay. Yeah, it's 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 what, very five, different. Five songs, is that right?
1: Five songs, yeah. It's very different. Um I don't even know what I'd call it. It's it's very rootsy. Like it still it's, has some rocking elements, but like it's like it's like it's Gothic like, Americana. Yeah. Okay. Like it takes from like folk music. Oh yeah, you old were country blue like Delta blues. Um, some like, like like spiritual, like spiritual music. Yeah, um, there's some like bayou kind. Yeah, of like 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 Green like, like, like auto <laughs> Revival. Like, shit okay. On there. Okay. Yeah. And like we used mostly analog instruments on it. Like there's, change.
3: Yeah, which certainly haven't done Ooh. in a while. There. Like, okay. Yeah, like a lot. There's a lot, of, there's a lot of yeah.
2: It like recorded. We we usually you know plug into our DAW and do it that. So so actually like having real. The 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 hit of the strings on it. Yeah, and there's is, a there's a lot
1: of connections to nature cool. on it. Okay, um, as well as like some storytelling elements, like to the old west and stuff like that. So it's it's very like are making an album about a cowboy. They're making a fucking <laughs> cowboy, cowboy album. <laughs> um, but it it's I think it's really interesting, and I I'm exci- I'm really curious yeah. to see how people react to it because I don't. It's we're gonna not going to release a really, really It's okay. just going to be like just going to throw it out and be like how are people going to react to it? Sure. Cuz it's so not what we've done in the past, but I think it does sound like us. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I this was a, lo- a ton of fun. Yeah, I man, could absolutely. we could talk we oh, should thank you so much. we should do another episode where we just do the strange history of Green Day. Yes. And, <laughs> I'm down <Yes. laughs> I was talking to um, Dylan who I, 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 We could have a a roundtable. We, you you could have a podcast just about that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. uh, (laughs) Me and uh, Dylan and I, uh, Dylan from the Winks, we were talking about how we both really like the replacements. I don't know if you're a fan of them. Great. Oh yeah, I love Paul Westerberg. His solo stuff too. And we're gonna do an episode. um, Maybe we'll do it here soon. Where like since he he has a studio right there, so. Where we're just going to like talk about the replacements yeah, for like an know. hour. That's <laughs> fun. They're a band I'd love to see live. Yeah. Oh, you know, me I'd too. have to
1: probably go to Riot Fest and see them or something like that. I,
0: I think uh, the last time that I heard Paul Westerberg was doing some like solo touring and oh, he's he? so old now. Like yeah. he's older now and, and he can't really keep up with the touring. Yeah. Like they had to cancel a bunch of dates and I get yeah. that. I mean, yeah, I get it. Shit,
1: Like, not everybody can be Mick Jagger. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: But okay, and what is it? It's the Cult Sounds. The Cult Sounds, yeah. On Instagram,
1: what is uh, it? Is it what is it? The Cult Sounds official. Cult Sounds official. Okay. Yeah, we're on Instagram. On Instagram. We have
2: Twitter. We never use it. Uh, Facebook, Facebook is a good way to. We post stuff on there.
1: Yeah. Um, we have Bandcamp, so, Spotify, okay Music, Title.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, for I'll summers. definitely post a song or two whenever we put cool. this out. So yeah. it'll yeah. probably be out in a week or so. Cool. So, yeah,
1: yeah, awesome. great. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, having us. All right. Yeah, Jordan, yeah. Ben.
0: Okay, I see you guys. Thanks.